This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 27 December in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, there's only five days left in the year, but there is a lot going on. Many power plays over this Christmas season, uh, both for the speakership, for the head of the RNC. The debt ceiling has already gotten to be behind the scenes, a massive uh, fight. And things like church commission, what are people actually going to do to take on the administrative state? It, it is all happening. And this is one of the reasons the Elon Musk situation at Twitter is so fascinating uh, to watch, although people know I'm not a fan. Um, I want to bring in Frank Gaffney. Increased shelling this morning. So over the weekend, uh, Putin comes out and says, hey, we all got to get to the table. Let's get all the parties. Uh, the foreign minister of, uh, of the Ukraine uh, comes out and says, hey, uh, we've got 10 items. We're prepared to come to the table. We should do it at the U.N. We got 10 items, including there should be war criminal tribunals. You got to give back to uh, Crimea. You got to, I mean, they're, they're, they're not, uh, you you can't re- probably meet any of these, but at least they're saying we're prepared to come to the table. The uh, Lavrov said, hey, uh, we've got a list of demands, too. And if they don't meet our demands, we're going to let our artillery determine this. And nobody better for field artillery than the Russians, as they've proven time and again. And they are unloading right now in eastern Ukraine. It is back to World War One type um, grinded out. Frank Gaffney. Uh, as disturbingly, because we're the de-escalationist in uh, the war room is, de-escalationist in Ukraine to focus on our southern border, but it's quite scary. Uh, you, the committee on the present danger, many of my best contacts throughout says there's something that's a little uneasy now about Taiwan and the ramp up of this kinetic show of force of the Chinese Communist Party. What say you, sir? Well, I'd like to come back to uh, the Chip Roy question with you, but for starters, let's just say, I think it's no accident, comrade, as the communists like to say, Steve, that you've got things hotting up in Ukraine at the very moment that the Chinese look as though they could go for it at any moment. And this is one of the most important takeaways from the analysis that our Committee on the Present Danger of China has been doing for about four years now, by the way, um, is the Chinese have inexorably enhanced their ability to essentially go from a standing start to some kind of operation against Taiwan. It could be just a blockade. That's that's relatively easy. It could be fifth column operations supported by special operators, um, not out of the question by any means. It could, though, I'm afraid, involve much more far-reaching attacks than just on Taiwan. Um, We see a very high altitude aerial surveillance platform over the Philippines at the moment, staring down at Subic Bay, where we might be restoring our presence, something you remember from the old days. Um, But 
uh, whether it's South Korea, which is now getting um, a lot of uh, very annoying action from the North Koreans, or whether it's Japan, which is being threatened not only by the Chinese, by the way, but by the Russians and the Chinese in a series of uh, military uh, exercises clearly aimed at Japan and its islands in close proximity to the, uh, the islands of Japan. Maybe it's, uh, uh, well, Guam. How about that? Uh, maybe it's our carrier battle groups. Maybe it's uh, even Hawaii. Not least, Steve, because Chi Hao Chen, about 20 years ago, he was the defense minister of China, general officer, said in a closed meeting of party cadre, there's going to be a lot of talk about Taiwan, but the main enemy is the United States, and we're going to be acting against it. And they've got a lot of efforts underway, I think, to do just that. So this could go ugly very, very quickly. And I think that the point is, We've been saying for, you know, at least since April of 2021, there are specific things that we could do to make that a much less appetizing idea for the Chinese Communist Party. Um, by and large, none of them have been done. And as a result, I think that uh, especially with what's going on inside China, and you've been covering this relentlessly, it's the, it's the, the real estate catastrophe. It's the banking crisis. It's the demographic nightmare. It's the COVID thing. Now, you know, a horrific um, pandemic is burst out in the absence of their zero COVID policies. For all these reasons, I think she may well calculate that he needs to do some social engineering. And the way totalitarians do that is to get people focused on something else, uh, let, rally let, around let me, the flag, let, fight that foreign let, enemy. Let, you, you, at the beginning, you said something that I want to make sure we're in sync here because it's quite disturbing. Um, with all the other geopolitical, because they're trying to control the Eurasian landmass, you saw Turkey now, looks like they've thrown in with Russia, Iran, uh, Pakistan, with the CCP on the on trying China. to consolidate the Eurasian landmass. Um, you've got, but you said relatively easily they could do an air and naval blockade. And, and mount a major fifth column. Remember, about a third of the Chinese population in Taiwan is pro-CCP. The old Kuomintang, KMT party is, you know, you had the guy Guo run who was, uh, who was, uh, CCP owns, uh, owns the big Apple contract, uh, manufacturer. He's told CCP. Um, it, it, but if you said, is it that you think right now the seventh fleet could not break an air and naval blockade or, that the political parties and the political pressure in Taiwan could not put down a fifth column. If you, if you think those two things are achievable, then this thing is 30, 45 seconds to midnight then on the clock. Am I incorrect in that assessment? Yeah. You know, I've, I've talked to you about the fact that I'm writing a book uh, that's pulling together uh, distilled essence of these 50 or so webinars that our committee on the present danger china has been doing over the past few months and and i didn't mention the single most important calculation by far which is kind of the leading edge of this book and that is as our friend sam fattis says the other calculation for xi jinping and all of this is joe biden is a controlled asset of the chinese communist party and when you've got that in play on top of everything else it doesn't matter how you know, powerful the Seventh Fleet is. It doesn't matter whether we've depleted our stocks of ammunition and everything else to help the Ukrainians. What matters is the calculation that Joe Biden is not going to do anything to stop the Chinese from taking Taiwan, 
one way or another, or in all of the ways that I've mentioned. And I think that's the thing that is most alarming about all of this is they may well be right that Joe is going to be doing their bidding, not what our national security interests require. You had uh, you took some umbrage with our uh, discussion of McCarthy and these deals he's trying to cut with. And I'm not saying Chipper is taking a deal, but and it's the Hill newspaper reporting it that the Church Commission and people have to understand the reason this is a big deal is the Church Commission was like an earthquake back in the 70s, and it resonated the whole gang of eight, the whole way that the House has access to to supposedly oversight of uh direct action covert action things like this is is you know, have to do presidential findings a whole system came in place after the church commission so for people who don't know the history of it it was massively powerful in what came out of it we've advocated for years now a church commission and, and people around elon musk are now picking it up in the hill newspaper today it basically said that mccarthy has kind of conceded he's got to do that to have a church commission and even to put a fire breather, which the establishment, and when I say the establishment, the, the defense contractors, the, the people that, uh, you know, are, are deep in bed with the intelligence apparatus, which has hundreds of billions of dollars of contracts. The last thing they want to see is a guy like a Chip Roy have a committee. Frank, you think there's more to say there, though? You're saying just don't, hey, f- forget Kevin McCarthy. You can cut better deals with people that are more focused, that will really have your back and, and get something done. Is is that your assessment? Well, look, I start from the premise that Kevin McCarthy would be a disaster as Speaker of the House. So I'm with those who are standing against him and hope that they will stay the course. The point is, once that happens, if he is defeated on that first ballot, you will have I think a number of people throwing their hats in the ring, and you can bet that every single one of them is going to be counting the votes, just as Kevin McCarthy is doing now, and making every deal that he has had on offer, I venture, and then some. And more to the point, if you want Chip Roy as the head of this committee, you want him to have the authority to really go at the problems that need to be investigated here. And I don't think that's going to happen under Kevin McCarthy any more than it happened under Paul Ryan with uh, Benghazi. Let me ask you both. It's a perfect example. Let me ask you, because Paul Ryan and McCarthy represent the center of the Republican Party that used to be, as you were in the Reagan administration in the Defense Department, to take down the evil empire. What is your argument against Kevin McCarthy, given that you're the tip of the spear in really take down the CCP, sir? Well, I fear, you know, as I think you've been documenting among others, that uh, if you didn't like uh, what I call the omnivorous bill, because it's eating everything in sight, including our currency, including our freedoms, the omnibus bill that I'm speaking of, well, then you're not going to like Kevin McCarthy, because Kevin McCarthy was behind getting that deal done. I mean, that's just the most recent example of a man not being trustworthy let alone conservative. And, you know, maybe you can get along if he's not really conservative, but at least he's a man of his word. And I don't think that's the case. I think the people who have worked with him over the years say, oh, he's a, he's a nice guy, but he's not a trustworthy guy. And we need both a trustworthy guy, honestly, at this moment, and a true conservative. Fr- Frank, that bill was set up, Mitch McConnell came out, that bill was set up to buy off, essentially, the Frank Gaffney's of the world in the old days. Hey, we got a 10% increase to the defense budget, and we're putting $80 billion 
into Ukraine and the Frank Gaffney's that that wing of the party are supposed to sit there and roll over and, you know, have your belly scratch and be happy. Is that not the case anymore? Look, there was something in it for everybody. That's how it got through. Um, the fact that they put the defense appropriations bills in it appealed to some of us. But again, Steve, I, I commend you and, and the war room for what you've done on this. There's a lot of bad stuff in that defense appropriations bill, uh, policy-wise and so on. And so, look, I think we've got to be looking at this. The challenge that I'm talking about is going to take a whole of society effort if we're going to survive the onslaught that the whole of society threat the Chinese Communist Party represents to us is going to be defeated. And I don't think, you know, having your particular piece of the big picture that satisfies you and you'll ignore the rest of it is going to work. We're going to have to pull together, but we're going to have to pull together, I think, on principled conservative grounds. And we need leadership that stands for that. For reasons you've just described, we don't have it in the United States Senate. And I think behind the scenes, we didn't have it with Kevin McCarthy in his present role, and we certainly won't have it in the future. Look, I, I'd i like to think that any deal that he's going to make is going to be honored and that the prices are going to be very high for those deals. But I don't believe that's the man's character. I don't think that's what we're, we can reasonably expect from him were he to become the Speaker of the House. I don't think it's going to happen, Steve. I, mean, I think our team needs to stand against it and then make deals with the next guy to get it done properly. Frank, how do people, particularly the seminars, you've had two a week, one about the inside the inside game, the influence of the political war of the CCP, the people's political war against the United States from the in- inside, and the other is the external. Uh, how do people get to the seminars? How do they get to you at, at the Committee on the Present Danger? It's really easy. PresentDangerChina.org. Uh, we've got a scr- subscription there. Sign up for them. You'll get noticed. As, uh, we're, we're down to just one per week these days. But we're covering an enormous amount of material and it's it's really vital everyone listening to this program you're you're way above average in terms of understanding this problem thanks to the war room will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened biden more wasteful government spending higher taxes the deepening of inflation and how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets the answer by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I want to thank Darren Beatty. Darren's going to hang with me because I want to wrap this up with some some thoughts of I got Darren Beatty and Royce White that are going to, and Royce is going to join us talk about the Federal Reserve. But I want to get Kerry Lake in here, and I want to make sure everybody understands. I know the Warren Posse understands this, but all the liberal media that watches the show nonstop, 
if you followed the campaign of Kerry Lake uh, on a day-to-day basis, uh, election integrity was obviously very important. And she had an eight-part legislative program she was going to put forward in early stages of when she was governor. But the central issue she ran on every day and talked about was the the sovereignty of the state of Arizona and her citizens and the United States of America by an invasion of the southern border of the Biden regime in conjunction with the cartels. I mean, people worried about her her uh, security because of really, I think the first governor uh, or anybody to run for governor in America that really called out the cartels and how she was going to shut them down. People have to understand the cartels are in thick in Arizona, particularly with money laundering through real estate, big time, big league. So this was a central issue. We've asked Carrie Lake to come on. Carrie, we had Todd Benzman on. It looks like reports are coming out that Title 42 may be lifted tonight. In fact, the Biden regime on Friday night, late, uh, when uh, so much of the, uh, the the topic of conversation was your lawsuit in this uh, in this obviously stolen election in Arizona, they dumped on Friday night late that November was the worst month I think in the history of the country as far as uh, as far as the illegal invasion of our country, uh, with over I think two hundred thousand more and one hundred fifty thousand or seventy five thousand to one hundred thousand getaways, so just horrific numbers. Which October November combined are, are worse than actually a year. What is your sense in the great state of Arizona is what's going to happen, whether it's tonight the Supreme Court does it or tomorrow night or in the next couple of days? What is going to happen to the great state of Arizona uh, when uh, the uh, Title 42 is lifted and remain in Mexico is, uh, is not enforced, ma'am? Oh, the floodgates are going to open up. I mean, we know how bad it is here because we're suffering under Joe Biden's policies and a lack of leadership here in Arizona to take control of the border, which we have a right to do under the U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 10. But we don't have uh, anybody in our government who's willing to do that and protect the people. We are going to see the floodgates open wide up. We're going to open wide and we're going to see people pour in like we've never seen before. And watch as we watch the drug addiction and the drug overdoses go even higher. You talked about the numbers, Steve, that you just got. November was the worst month. Wait until we see the new numbers on fentanyl overdoses, which is taking out a generation of young people. That's going to skyrocket. The cartels control Arizona. The voters went to the ballot box in November because they're fed up. And the only way to stop me from stopping the cartels was to steal an election. It's all intertwined. And we're going to watch crime go through the roof even higher than it is. We're going to watch people literally in shock when they see what happens to this great state of Arizona. If they think it's bad now with the Southern invasion at our border, it's going to get only worse here in real short order. Like within, I think, 24 hours of them lifting this, we'll see big changes. I, I want to make sure the global audience that watches the show understands something with Carrie Lake. I mean, with, uh, with Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is running, and one of the people on her ticket was actually a lawyer for the cartel, right, who ran for Secretary of State, who would be managing the elections in the future, was a, was a lawyer for the cartels. Your, your message was so powerful that Abbott immediately said, oh, I'm going to declare an invasion on the southern border, too. I'm going to declare it now. Was, I'm going to declare an invasion on the southern border. And Ducey started putting back up the Mack trucks down the border. He was so humiliated by what you did. Is there any doubt in your mind that Katie Hobbs is by far the most radical person ever to seek office in the United States? 
high office about the sovereignty of the country and the sovereignty of the states that she would purport to lead, ma'am? Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's more radical than Gavin Newsom. And she's more dangerous because I don't think she's got a high IQ. I don't think she even realizes what the heck's going on on the border. And she has no policy to change it. Her policy is to pour more money in down there to help uh, uh, bring in more people and, and deal with the crowds of people coming over rather than stop it turn people around and say, do not enter. We're taking back control of the border. She is going to be a controlled, somebody who's in office, who is controlled by people above her, and they're going to be calling the shots. She will be a puppet and she has zero plans. She wouldn't even appear on a debate stage and respect the people of the state enough to tell them what her plans are. It's despicable. And this is the reason they had to steal the election. They had to rig the election in broad daylight. They didn't care, Steve, how obvious it was. They didn't care that people who were standing in line could see right before their eyes that this election was being stolen. That is how dangerous I am to their plan to keep this state run by the cartels. At any level, they had to make sure that I could not win so that they could continue their, with their assault on the people of Arizona with a wide open border, with the cartels in control, pushing drugs across, trafficking people, trafficking children. It is absolutely appalling. And this state is going to go to hell in a handbasket if Katie Hobbs is allowed to take control. This is also why she's now calling for sanctions on you. You've contested this election and really a very well, tightly argued case, which I think has huge grounds for appeal. And they took out the signature verification, which is probably the biggest aspect of it, she's calling now for sanctions on you personally, right, to, to shut down your yeah. voice? I'm just looking through. Uh, it's almost comical. I mean, I, I if I didn't laugh, I'd probably pull my hair out because of the insanity of what they did on Election Day to sabotage our sacred vote. And now they're trying to sanction me to pay for their lawyers. This is outrageous. The, the judge, by the mere fact that he allowed this case to go forward, he looked at our lawsuit, he allowed two of the counts to go forward, shows that it had merit. Hobbs has absolutely no respect for the law. I can't even believe that she didn't recuse herself from this uh, botched election. And I now see why. She didn't even campaign. She didn't debate. She hid from people, hid in her basement, had no policy because she knew that she could rig the election and walk into office. And I'm telling you what, Steve, if we don't get serious about turning our elections around and restoring order and reforming them, we're not going to have a country much longer. You said we're 45 seconds to midnight. When it comes to our country, that's exactly where we are if we have rigged elections. And the fact that they want to say I had no merit with this lawsuit. I am standing up for the people of this state, the people who were done wrong on Election Day and the millions of people who live outside of Maricopa County, whose vote was watered down by this bogus election in Maricopa County. The people of Arizona want me to stand up for them and get some answers as to what happened in our election. We really should have our elected officials doing that. Where is the governor? Why is he not standing up? Where are all these elected officials? Why are they not standing up to the way these elections are run, where they're changing the ballot on election day to sabotage our vote? Yeah, It's outrageous. Mar and I won't Maricopa stop. If they think this Maricopa will make me stop, they're wrong. Mar Maricopa County, it's a global situation. Just ask the 40,000 dead women and children in Ukraine and the people taking the incoming shelling today in eastern Ukraine. 
Ask the people in Taiwan, in the South China Sea, ask them right now how important Maricopa County was to changing the direction of this country. Ask the people in the Rio Grande Valley or the people in New York City where the mayor's asking for a billion-dollar bailout. Where do we stand right now in the process? Walk our audience through. What what you say you're not going to give up. What, how does that manifest itself today? Well, really quickly, what you just said, all of these things are interconnected. And when we have rigged elections, Steve, this is the result. We're on the verge of a world war. We've got inflation that's out of control. We have a border that's wide open, shockingly wide open, about to get worse. We've got drugs falling into our children's hands. We have outrageous things being taught to our children in school. This is the result of stolen elections. It started even before 2020. We've got to get control of our elections. We're going to appeal this. We've sent our response uh, when it comes to the sanction. We've sent our response over to the judge. And uh, we think that there's we had absolute merit with this lawsuit. And we're going to appeal it and take it even higher. Because we believe that if we can even get some of these other counts, you mentioned the signature verification. If the good people of Arizona saw what constituted a fair signature on these mail-in ballots, I guarantee you, they would stand up and say, no more mail-in ballots. It is outrageous what they let go through as a real signature. Nobody in their right mind, if you were blind in one eye and half blind in the other, you would not have approved these signatures. And they're letting them go through by the tens of thousands. Uh, in, as far as the process goes, are you going to appeal this week? Because I think uh, the inauguration yes. would be next week. So it'll be, you're going to appeal this week? We're appealing this week. As a matter of fact, right before I came on, I was on the phone with my attorney. I'm going to call him as soon as I'm done here, and we're going to work through uh, our appeal plan. You know, this is a, a shortened window. That's why the the trial came on so quickly, and we only had two days to prove our case. We had hundreds. We had, we had a 1,000 documents for the judge to go over, hundreds of pages for him to look through. He told us he was going to look through those before he made his ruling. We had uh, all kinds of witnesses who worked with MCTEC who talked about a, a lack of chain of custody, who talked about a lack of signature verification. We have so much evidence in this case. We wish we could have presented it to show the whole world in court. But we only had five hours to make our case, which is very unfortunate for the people of Arizona. Uh, Carrie, how do people uh, get to you on social media and how do they get to you uh, for the continued support in this fight? Thank you. Uh, You can go to at Carrie Lake. I'm on Getter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, you know, all of the usual truth, all of that. And go to Save Arizona Fund, F-U-N-D. We could use help. Our attorneys are, are are working really hard and we have to pay them and patriots are stepping forward to help pay for this case. They want to see us take this all the way to the Supreme court. We intend to continue fighting because we know we're in the right on this and we won't stop. So thank you, Steve. Want everybody to go check it out. Also her getter and Twitter account. I can verify is a little spicy. So it's worthwhile uh, logging in. To <laughs> you got to go to our war room account. Carrie Lake War Room. Carrie Lake War Room is quite spicy. Carrie, thank you very much for joining us here on the day after Boxing Day. Thank you, ma'am. Darren Beatty, Royce White, next. Offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off 25% on their four week emergency food kit. That's 25% off the four week emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help American families more. 
this amazing price. So get it while you can. These days, you can't depend on anything else but yourself for survival. Get this food today. You'll be grateful for it tomorrow. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save 25% on each four-week emergency supply food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for the shelves to be empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Darren Beatty uh, joins us. So given, Darren, everything you've heard. By the way, I want to make a big announcement. You've got the teaser up. We're going to play it here momentarily as soon as we got it um, uh, loaded. But it's the teaser for your blockbuster interview, Darren Beatty, a former uh, senior speechwriter at the White House with Donald J. Trump. Talk to us about that. Oh, yes. So we had a great conversation with the president couple days ago. And, you know, a lot of people said, no, this is a new slump. Don't release anything now, but I just can't help it. So we put out a teaser like 10 minutes ago. This is the perfect place for it to premiere right here on the war room. It's up on revolver news. And, um, if you sign up for email, because this Grinch that I mentioned, she got us deplatformed from like four email sending services. So we had this huge, just pain in the butt we actually created our own email service. It costs a lot of money and a lot of time, and we're up and running. So encourage people to do that. If you sign up to our email and you'll get our exclusives and everything, you'll get to see the full interview sooner than anyone else. Uh, but it'll be out for everybody by January 3rd. Okay, well, this is big. In this, you actually, and this is the power of having because no offense, some of the interviews are, how do I say, not the best because it's the rote, same questions all the time. This is different. You actually going to have some blockbuster news on this, are we not? Yeah, well, you know, I was nervous. It's hard to do. You know, Trump, he'll talk about what he wants to talk about. But it was actually a great conversation, great rapport. We get into a lot of the things that we talk about here on War Room. We did talk about the church committee. That's how important it was. Like I knew I had to bring it up and discuss it. So President Trump discusses the church committee, among other things. And given that it's revolver news, the abuses on the part of the national security state were front and center and a common thread running through the entire conversation. So um, and that'll be clear from parts of the, the teaser and the full interview will show it in all of its glory. So I'm very excited. About is your, it. is your, is your assessment of being up close and personal and given your understanding of the administrative state that president Trump has the energy, not just to run in what's going to be a very tough primary and not just then to run again against the entire apparatus and to win his third term. But is your sense, he's got the focus, the energy, and quite frankly, the relentlessness to take on the administrative state that we now know, Right. Uh, 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 stole his first because we've had two elections stolen right. for right. all the great things he did. They did steal his first presidency. Relentlessly right. came after 70 well, percent of his time. And the second president, does he have the energy focus, relentlessness uh, to take on the administrative state, sir? That's a great question, by the way, on the, the 2016 being stolen. When I, when I said that in, in person with you guys in Arizona, I think Grace Chong posted that to Twitter that absolutely blew up. It absolutely resonated. This idea that 
2016 is in many key respects the the like the true stolen election there too and the party that stole it was the national security state and so trump is aware now very much so that he needs to run against the national security state if anyone can do it he can do it he's high energy but i think he can go a lot higher like you had a front row seat to that more than anyone you know how high energy he can actually get when he's on all cylinders i think we need a couple more cylinders on but if anybody can do it it's trump by the way uh, let's go back to that this campaign now cuz all the face cards are flipped over there's no doubt in your mind one of the most sophisticated intelligent uh, academically you know your dr Beatty. Um, which I know you're, you're, you're too modest to, to, you tease me when I call you that. Um, and you did it in one of the toughest, most intellectually rigorous areas. There's no doubt in your mind that this is Trump versus the national security state, that this, uh, third run for the presidency is just out in the open. It's, it's us versus them. Absolutely. I mean, because even deeper than that is the national security state against the American people. And Trump is one of the few sort of generational leaders that's been able to tap into, um, tap into the people, uh, and you know, a uniquely kind of charismatic figure. And this gets back to you know, we're talking about McConnell. You know, Trump had some very choice words for McConnell in this interview. I got to say, and the thing about McConnell is nobody likes him. He is supremely unlikable, but he can get away with that because he's working for the establishment. He's the embodiment of the establishment. If you're going to operate outside of the establishment or, God forbid, actually challenge the establishment, you have to have charisma because that's where your leverage comes from. And that's why the regime is so threatened by charismatic individuals like Trump, like Kerry Lake, who was just on, because if you're able to create that direct connection with people that completely yeah. undercuts the leverage of your handlers of 100%. your consultants and all 100%. the people that want to pull the strings on you. This is the key point. This was the Trump superpower. And by the way, the way you framed it right there, as I say, the national security state is now we're like in the end of Republican Rome in the beginning of the empire, the Praetorian guard, that elite guard of legionnaires, the Praetorian guard, is the national security state. And that is what Trump has always been, is what Trump is best. He's the tribune of the people. When he runs as the tribune of the people, he's unstoppable. When yeah. it's diverted into all these other things of his handlers want to put him around, he's very stoppable. He's yeah. unstoppable when he's tribune of the people. And this is why this is why this speakership is so important. It's the reason the RNC thing is so important it's the reason the debt ceiling the federal they're so important now is the preamble to the big battle then because if we can lay the predicate with a church type committee in the spring of 20 in summer of 2023 it takes this game to a whole new level darren Beatty. no i completely agree and you know trump is very smart and he's very smart especially about people and where, you know, where energy is, he can read a room, he can read a vibe. He Big knows deep down that the handlers are his worst enemy. He knows that, but he has to act on that. When Trump is fully unshackled, 
it is the one thing that can actually take on the national security state. And so he's the only one that can do it. It's up to him that the handlers are always going to try to suppress his energy. And it's really ultimately up to him whether he's going to go full unshackled Trump and take care of the unfinished business from 2016, from 2020, and finally resolve this issue of the national security state going full rogue and injecting itself and weaponizing itself against the American people. Okay, as we let Darren Beatty go, let's play the clip from his, the teaser for this upcoming blockbuster interview. Hello, Darren. How are you? Hello, Mr. President. Nice talking to you. Good guy. Good guy. Great, great Good work. Great talking there with you, Mr. There President. aren't enough of us, Darren. That's, <laughs> there aren't enough of us. The deep state and intelligence agencies clearly don't want you back on Twitter. And some say that even Elon doesn't want you back because he's worried that you'd unseat him as the most popular tweeter. And I was noticing, noticing that. But who could have believed it was the FBI and it was the government of the United States doing it? Now, looking back at it, you know, two years later, it's it's really been corrupt. And now you add the FBI scandal. Does it make sense, Darren, that the FBI scandal seems to be almost bigger than anything else having to do with a corrupt election? Does that make sense to you? That's well, you've got guys regime. like Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell no. is such a disaster <laughs> for the Republican Party and for the country. The moonwalk, he said, we're the best dancers in the world. Nobody's even close. And yet we can't moonwalk as well as Michael Jackson. They were asking him, <laughs> what do you do? How do you do it? And you've bravely praised Revolver News' work on the federal government's likely role in the January 6th operation. Do you think the full extent of this federal involvement will ever come to light? And why are most Republicans scared to death to touch this particular issue? You know, you don't hear those stories. I tell you and I tell Revolver, I have a lot of respect for Revolver. I, I think you. you've done a, a great job. You, you tread on territory that nobody else wants to touch, even though it's very touchable. <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. stuff that people want to hear about. <laughs> By the way, did you get the rights to Rush Limbaugh's music? I am just saying that the new Rush Limbaugh, Darren Beatty, come on, lifting Rush's music. No, fabulous interview. Left with a great quote from only Trump. You're the only one that touches it, although it's very touchable. Very touchable. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so genius. He's the best. Trump unbound. That's what we need. Trump unbound right now to take on. By the way, all the minions and grundoons at the FBI and the Intelli all the consultants they pay to watch the show understand we're coming and we're coming big okay it's us versus you we got it okay and we're going to do this in the democratic process you're going to start by getting field strip in congress and then we'll see how that all plays out with the american people as all your lies and misrepresentation come out darren Beatty, how do they get to revolver you social media and how they get to this great interview Revolver.news, the trailer's up at the very top. Please sign sign on to our email. You'll get it first. And I'm on Twitter, at Darren J. Beatty, and we're at Revolver at uh, Revolver News and Gitter. Uh, Darren, thank you so much. I want to give a big okay. shout-out to our social media team that's got the, done a, such a great job, Grace Chung and uh, Captain Maureen Bannon, to do all the stuff on social media we do to push all this out. Remember, you can become a force multiplier out there in the audience. We're dependent upon you to push all this material and content out.
Uh, let's bring it. Royce, uh, we've talked about the apparatus, the national security state. You were the first figure, became a public figure that talked about how the whole thing's financed, how the whole thing, it doesn't work unless you get the money. And you saw the other day, we had this $1.7 trillion uh, omnibus bill. And everybody's running around. The omnibus bill is terrible. Omnibus bill is terrible. One of the most terrible things they don't have not focused on yet is the other trillion dollars are going to take us to finance it. And it all comes because you're not going to raise taxes. There's no fees or tariffs coming in to do this. You got to do it the old fashioned You can't sell enough bonds right now to the Japanese, the Chinese. You got to do it the old fashioned way. You have to print money at the Federal Reserve. What, what's your thoughts on this national security apparatus and how it's funded by the Federal Reserve just hitting the computer, you know, like F9? Boom, let's just print another trillion dollars, sir. Well, it's an honor to be back on the show, and it's, it's good to see you as always, brother. Um, I'm just going to lay it out plainly. I think uh, this is no longer the United States of America. This is uh, Union formerly known as the United States in a land that used to be called America. And, and we are being occupied by a foreign authority. And, and the sooner we get clear about that, the sooner we're willing to say that with a full throat and, and understand the implications of that, the sooner we can really get to work on, on changing it. Um, but, but this isn't America. You know, here in, in the studio, I have printed the 20 Republican, I call them Democrats, but there's 20 Republican senators that voted for this omnibus and there's another 20 here from the House or so, 20 or so from the House that voted for the omnibus. Um, these people aren't Republicans. And even worse, they're not Americans in my, well, they're Americans, but, but they're certainly not patriots. And, um, you know, we got to get serious about this. The, the central banking cartel has had a stronghold on this country uh, for a long time. And its people and our citizen and the value of our citizenship is undermined by this cartel uh, on a daily basis. Royce, hang on, we're taking a short commercial break. We're going to turn with the Royce White. He's got big problems with central banks, big problems with the Federal Reserve, big problems of how this entire national security state is financed just by printing fiat currency next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. There has arrived. 
the new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. You go on Getter. You can get everybody up there, including uh, the great Royce White. By the way, just a small announcement. Six o'clock, the John Solomon Show, Ed Henry's going to sit in tonight on Real America's Voice. Uh, I'm actually going to be uh, one of Ed's uh, first guests. We're going to talk about uh, what we kicked off the show today, the Armageddon that's coming on the southern border. Uh, let me go back to Royce White. Royce, all of this together, you see this monstrosity, uh, which you said that these guys are not even not Republicans. They're not even Democrats. They're not even they're 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 essentially not even American patriots. Um, I've called them collaborationists. And this gets back to Bloomberg called a fiscal domination. When you continue to print these trillion dollar unfunded uh, discretionary spending bills throughout Europe and, and now particularly in the United States. You started your career uh, outside of being an athlete uh, during the George Floyd situation in Minnesota, focused on the Federal Reserve. You, you've been one of the biggest critics of the Federal Reserve since then. Now we've got this debt ceiling coming up. First off, what is your beef and, and kind of what is your, your solution? It's owned by it's not owned by the people. It's owned by 24 banks, prime brokers. You got the debt ceiling coming up, which is going to be a massive fight. We've been talking about it all morning coming in the next couple of months. What, what is your beef with the central bank and the central bank cartel that you said basically controls the world and has added $300 trillion or funded $300 trillion of debt of these governments, sir? Well, my first beef is that they've paid a, a substantial amount of money to make anybody who says that seem like they're crazy or delusional when the proof is right there in the pudding. And, and also, um, people should understand that we spend a lot of time on wedge issues. We spend a lot of time on this political dichotomy in America of a lot of a lot of culture war. And, and I think that there is a rightful time and place for culture war. What um, I don't agree with and what concerns me more than anything is that the, the wedge issues that we have culture wars about end up blinding us to this very blatant financial piracy and, and the globalist business model. And their, and their business model has been the same for a very long time. The, dr the drug trade, the slave trade and piracy. And, and they use this, uh, you know, this inflationary Federal Reserve central banking system uh, to, to march around the world and, and, and do what they will. And, and they use our politicians who are puppet politicians on both sides of the aisle, all across the spectrum. Um, to, to you, and, and they use that as a pretext to, to basically negotiate on behalf of your dollar, uh, that sh not only your dollar, but your children's dollar, your grandchildren's dollar, the, the, the overall uh, sovereignty of our dollar as a as a as an entity, uh, and they use it to, to destroy this country. And they've been destroying the country for 100 years or so. And, and the proof is right there. The, the value of the dollar has gone down. When you, when uh, you say the 100 years, you mean from the creation of the Federal Reserve. Is that, is that the point? You're saying since the creation of the Federal Reserve, they've taken control. They, own, they control the currency, and you've seen the devaluation of the dollar just drop precipitously. So, so I think it's cents on the dollar where it, could, where it could buy purchasing power to when they took it over. Is your point the f central, the Federal Reserve gave them control? 100 per, the, Look, the Federal, the Federal Reserve should be abolished. I mean, let's just not dance around it. The, the Federal Reserve should be abolished, and, and we should have a serious referendum around this in this country 
uh, but for free people all around the world on what central banking has become at the, at the broadest level. I mean, we have to worry about here at home first, but, but the American dollar, look, the American dollar is the reserve currency for the entire system. So what America does financially has ripples and implications across the entire globe. Uh, and, and that is part of the way that they've, they've taken control of a world governance beyond our borders. So this, and this, this is, this is, this is, this is where they say, Hey, Royce White's a good man. He's a warrior, but he's a basketball player and a, you know, a power, an enforcer on the basketball court. And he's uh and he's a UFC boxer or fighter. So he's a warrior, but he doesn't know anything about finance or central banking. And this is what's so dangerous is these rabble rousers like the Royce whites of the world calling for the end of the federal reserve and really the people taking back their currency. How do you answer that, sir? Um, we have $173 trillion in unfunded liabilities. We have four, $4.5 quadrillion in global bank debt. Where's the conspiracy? Where's the rabble rouse? We're bankrupt. We're, we're swirling around in the toilet bowl waiting to be flushed. The whole thing is a fugazi. And then every hundred years or so, you know, a couple of jerk offs get the, you know, get brave enough to go and try and invade Russia, invade Russia, defeat Russia, subdue it, conquer it, so on and so forth. They're never going to be successful. They're never going to win. This, this is all a look away. You could argue that this is a look away. This is a distraction. This is a distraction because we have, you know what they're going to try and do? When the when the real financial crisis hits, they're going to blame it on Putin. They're going to say it's Russia's fault while we have a financial crisis. No, it's not Russia's fault. It's Mitch McConnell's fault. It's it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. It's it's the is, feds. Is, is 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 the hill you you were prepared to die on the debt ceiling because it's coming up. You got a great tool. You've got leverage and you've got a voice in the MAGA wing of the party. Are you are is the hill to die on? Under no circumstances, increase the debt ceiling. Bring the Fed to heal that way. One hundred percent, absolutely. People have this idea that inflation is some accidental, accidental occurrence. It's not. It's government policy. We can control this. But, but the American, the referendums on the American people when it comes to the debt and the debt ceiling. We have to stop voting for these twenty Republicans. These 20 Republican senators that passed these omnibus bills through that you would need an AI robot in order to read through in, in a proper amount of time to, to, to make a real decision. Uh, so, you know, the referendum's on us. As long as we want to continue to give over the sovereignty and the value of our citizenship to crooks, we are in the position we're in. And I'll say this, and I said it the first time I came on the show, when your government steals everybody steals. So we can talk about the border. We can talk about the crime rate. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. What we're dealing with is moral hazard. And the people who don't want to talk about central banking are, are trying to keep the conversation at a resolution lower than where the real problem lies. We know where the real problem lies. Follow the money. Follow the uh, money Royce, in we, spiritual warfare. We got 30 seconds. How do people get to your new podcast? Find out about the studio and your social media. You can follow me on Getter. And you can also follow me on True Social. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and the other social media platforms for now. But Free People Radio will be up and running on all those same platforms in the, in the weeks to come. From the studio of Free People Radio, it is the uh, Royce White. Royce, thank you very much for joining us here in the world. Love you, man. Godspeed. Love you, too. The um, debt ceiling going to be quite a battle. Three of them. Speaker of the House, head of the RNC, the debt ceiling. All coming, crashing down in the month of January. Stick around here. We'll see you back at uh, at 5 o'clock in the morning at 10. Let's take down.
Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. But don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com, sat123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.